Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotion, promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C. This is a podcast from Minute Media. <laughs> it would be a wall spot, eh? Hello, 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 and welcome to today's episode of Wolves Fancast. You thought you got rid of us after the last game of the season, but no, 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 we are here because we still have lots to talk about, lots to review. Um, Joining me today, I've got Stu and Tom. Are you both excited for today's episode? Uh, Buzzing, mate. Buzzing. (laughs) (laughs) Now, I was going to say... I am terrified of this. So hello to anyone who's watching on YouTube right now or Facebook or even Twitter. Um, basically, we've done it kind of a couple of times now where we've kind of done a play review and sort of talked about each place. But no, we are being streamlined now. We are being focused. So we're having our three-minute play review, guys. So we're going to go through all the Wolves players who have played more than 10 games. So there's a bit of substance to really kind of dive into on these players, um, talk about their seasons, give them a mark out of 10 and discuss and sort of stay what they, where they will be next season. So should we keep them? Do we think they're going to go? Um, should we, uh, or should we sell them slash release them? Now I like talking. We've been on like, we've been live for nearly two minutes now and you guys have said about one word. Um, so knowing that and knowing as soon as, as soon as Stu almost certainly starts talking, if we're going over that three minutes, guys, you know me, I'm going to have to cut you off, and this is the only way I could think to cut you off. So if you hear that, the carousel's going to start moving, and we'll go on to the next one. So, shall we get going, guys? Let's do it. Have you given us more time on Wang? Because Stu's going to take up all my three minutes on Wang. (laughs) (laughs) See, I I wasn't worried about... Held against Wang. Look, it's, it's... Trying to kill itself already. <laughs> See, I'm not too worried about Hwang because we already talk about him every week. Being crap. Yeah. <laughs> so, although I say we will get started. I, I did find the um statement or whatever that Bruno Large sent out saying, Oh, on my birthday, he gave me cookies. I'm like, that explains a lot, doesn't it? Absolutely. Absolute Ted Lasso approach. Um, so, yeah, if, if you're watching live on um, on YouTube, um, yeah, as Dean says, I have 
been at work all day, so I have gone formal. Um, she will probably test that I'd I dress like this on like a Saturday, to be honest. So, um, yeah. <laughs> if anyone wants to leave a little message saying that I'm their favourite, then please do as well. Yeah, you, you yeah. So stop talking about that on the group, just so everyone knows. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> he has not. I'm pretty sure he's changed like his name. Like, do you remember like back in the day on Facebook where you'd have like the middle name thing? Stu's is now best Fancastian or whatever it was. I remember for a long time I didn't even I wasn't even referred to as Stu for the, when I first started. I was I was you, SK. You, remember you were still SK Hall for yeah. I, I kept it like like I was some kind of thespian. <laughs> <laughs> and not not for any other reason. No, <laughs> no. We'll uh, we'll 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 right. Let's get cracking, guys. Let's see how quickly I can actually keep up, and if my stopwatch is working. So first off, we're going to start with Wolves Player of the Season. It's Jose Sar. I mean, have we had a better signing under Foson? You could argue in terms of um, value for money. Wait, wait six point eight million. It's yeah. <laughs> It's absolutely ridiculous. I and you say better signing for value. I think better signing at all. Yeah. He's probably the best wall. Well, he is the best walls keeper I've ever seen us have. I mean, he's, he's, you take Matt Murray, had his kicking issues, superb everywhere else. Jose Sars got everything and more. And it's exactly what we we're crying out for and what we expected. Well, what I expected a long time ago when I suggested it. Um, but even I have got to admit, he's been incredible. Yeah, I was worried when Rui left, to be honest. I love Rui, I did. He had his faults. He's a line keeper, he had his faults. But um, oh, I couldn't have been more wrong. I mean, what a signing. His handling is unbelievable. Have we seen him drop a ball once no. this season? It comes for a cross. It doesn't matter how high it is. He gathers it. And, uh, you know, okay, yes, he's, he can be a little, I wouldn't say erratic, but, you know, you know, he's a sweeper keeper, so you've got to accept that when he comes out, he's going to be flying out, and and you know he's he's, he's cost us a few penalties, but that's a minor blip on what's been an, an unbelievable season. And I think I I don't know when the team of the season comes out, the official one, but I'll be annoyed if he's not number one. I'll say it'll it'll be incredibly frustrating to see like Allison there instead of him when mm. like literally all kind of major goalkeeping metrics, um, you know, he he leads in, um, you know. Even for a bang on mid table club as well, eleven clean sheets. He he is literally the reason Wolves finished the position they did uh, compared to last season. Um, and you say like he doesn't seem to make silly mistakes. He doesn't seem to fumble the ball often. And he seems like a good guy to have around the dressing room as well. Which you know we've all talked about Ruddy the last couple of days is something that I think is quite important for the club as well. Yeah, and it was one of the things that I was worried about when he came in. I, I did say at the start of the season, I said, he will be brilliant, but expect the odd cock-up here and there. And there's been a handful, maybe, or when he's tried to dribble on his line and stuff, and he's been caught out, and but not to the extent of that you I expected him to do something. Yeah, yeah. Nine, nine goals. Nine goals. He saved us. I'm just mad. Yeah. But there's a, a guarantee that... Um, Edison and Allison, uh, you know, could probably combined nowhere near that. He's one of the most points, uh, yeah. You know, of any player we've had, and that's that's all the most. I mean, I'm assuming we'll say keep. So I think we can sort of write that off. There's no kind of discussion about whether we think he'll go. I think he's pretty set to be Wolves number one next year. Um, right. What are we going to give him out of ten, guys? Because I, I, I've gone straight down for a nine, and the only thing that's let him down is a couple of those penalty things. Um, 
Yeah, I'd agree. Yeah. Yeah. I think he was, as everyone else did in the last three months, he wasn't as good as he was up until that point. Um, There was that that start of the season, he was absolutely world-class. He was was the best keeper anywhere. And then he's kind of, as these things naturally do, he's kind of tailed off a little bit. But yeah, like Tom said, for handling everything else, yeah, 9 out of 10. Undisputed player of the season. Yeah, I'm, 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 hey, we've done it right, and we've done it pretty much bang in three minutes as well. This is a great start. Mm. Next one, I think, is going to be more of a discussion with though. Um, it's Marcel. Now, I've never been his biggest fan, to be, to be honest. I, I, I don't see what he brings necessarily to the team that someone like Eight Nori could, couldn't do. But he has quietly been a very proficient player for Wolves this season, even though he's not had lots of the lots of a limelight. Tom, what, what have you made of Martel's season? When we had a really good start. I remember the first few games that bloody hell, is it, you know, where's he been? Um, uh, solid, steady-ish. I actually think he puts a good ball in, actually. I mean, obviously, he's nowhere near as, you know, attacking as the others. He can't get up and down anywhere near as much, but I, I actually think his, 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 his crossing is actually half decent. It's, it's probably as good as eight nor if not if not better. Mm-hmm. To be honest, he just obviously doesn't get the percentages because he, you know he can't get up and down as much. Um, but I mean, it's an achievement itself that he's in the category of more than ten games, isn't it? Well, yeah. I mean, the fact that he's what was it eighteen appearances in total and sixteen yeah. sheets. You know, it's uh, uh, it's a decent enough record. Um, to be honest, I, I don't know what he made last season, but it. It felt like he made about five appearances all season. Um, I think he's more we, left back than left wing back, isn't he? I think it yeah. didn't probably quite suit him very much. And when at Leon, he, it was always said that he was better as a left centre half. I mean, I, think, I don't think he could have done that in the Premier League, but mm. left back more than left wing back, just because he hasn't quite got the legs. Yeah, Stu, how about you? Yeah, I think I know we've kind of we had times on here where we absolutely slated him because he was being picked in, instead of Aitnuri, Nuri, but. He very rarely, rarely let us down, really. Um, there was a couple of times mm. where he, he got caught out. and But you expect that with his age and everything. And like Tom said, he's, he, he's, he's a proper left-back in a 4-4-2 kind of style rather than a wing-back because of his age, because of his pace, that he hasn't really got much. Um, but yeah, he's he's a solid six, six and a half out of ten when we get to that in a minute, but that's, that's where I'd go with. Cause he's just, he, he, he didn't do anything wrong really for me, but he wasn't spectacular either. That's literally, I, I couldn't quite decide whether I should put him down for a six or a seven. I was like, six feels too harsh. Seven feels too good. So I think 6.5 is literally perfect for him, isn't it? Because he's not massively let us down. Has he made huge contributions? Has he made, any real kind of headlines in a wolf shirt? Not really, but at the same time, he's not, you know, he's not been like certain other players we might talk about later, I guess. Um, so, Stuart, you're going 6.5 for him as well. Yeah, 6.5. Tom? Yeah, I agree. I, I mean, it, it, with with that, obviously, yeah, that there's no, I don't think anyone's going to be, you know, too good that he's, that he's leaving. Um, it's, it's naturally, it's time, time for him to move on. Now we've got, Good cover on that side now that Johnny's back, and then you've got you know people like Ryan Giles potentially um, as well. Um, I think there's and, no arguments. Yeah, and um, Hugo and V. Uh, and he, he looks he looks as well, good. isn't he? He looks a player. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Right. Um, next up, we have Captain Codes. Now, 
Uh, I don't quite know where to start with him, to be honest. So I'm going to let you two talk because I could I could probably ramble on for about ten minutes on the the difficulties with with Cody. Um, uh, as Stu, overall in seasons, first of all, because you know he has had good spells, and I think that'll be it'll be wrong of us not to say so. Yeah, when he when he's had good spells, he's been really good. I mean, he's probably he's probably played his best football for us. When he's been good, um, when he's been when he's had his downtime, he has he has been really poor. Um, but again, not as much as last season. And it was always the worry coming into the start of this season, wasn't it? Going with the same with Cody and Say still at the back in the back three, um, four years in, and w- would they be able to cope? And but I thought he was fine. I, I mean, I, I know we were all clambering for a back four next year. I wouldn't be a, a, against to give just giving him a chance at it. If we got someone, or even with Kilman, it's never been really tried here. And just because he, he, we don't think he can, we don't know. And obviously, he's passing, and he hasn't. He, the long balls from the new no era have gone this season for him, and Neves have come to after. So you take that away from his game, and judging him as a defender, I know we've already said it that Sar saved us nine goals already this season, and so that says everything about the defense as a whole. But again, he's a solid club captain. I just, I don't think he's been spectacular if you take the whole season as it's it's massive point of work. Yeah, I, th- I think he's been. I think he's been fine. I think generally he's played pretty well. Again, like the rest of them, they've dipped a little bit recently. Um, but yeah, like he's been. The th- thing, the problem we've got is, I think Bruno's going to want to play. If it hits Bruno, we'll come on to that. Um, if he wants to play four at the back and a, and, and a high line like he has done. I think we've got a problem because neither him and Kilman have got any pace, and that was exposed for that bloody Norwich. So you know, a better team would absolutely you know throw us for that. So it's it's a real tricky one. But I don't think you can as a as a captain as a captain he's incredible. I absolutely love the bloke. He's the perfect perfect captain um, that you can see. The players love him. Um, the influence he has on everyone, the crowd, crowd love him. You know the passion he shows, and okay, he's, he's got four goals. Christ, he's one of the highest goal scorers this season. <laughs> yeah, he's a goal threat suddenly. Um, so obviously you've got to take maybe a bit of that into his account. You know, goal at Everton was really good. Um, Chelsea again, he's had some good. Uh, Villa, you know, they've all been they've all been key goals. Um, yeah. So I think that's would, a, you know that's a part that you can't overlook either. Would either of you sell him? No, that'd be a big bid for me. Uh, mm. Last week I said I, it wouldn't surprise me if he went for someone like Newcastle. Um, but then we are going to be, if everyone else goes as well, we're going to be absolutely decimated from leader point of view. Agreed, so completely agree. It's, you can't, but you, you can't get rid of everyone. Yeah. And for the fee that you you'd think you'd get for him, I don't really see the point. Because you're not going to... If you're going to play Kilman and Tati Gomez together in a back four, which, again, we don't know, not been tried, um, he still has to be around the place for a bit of continuity. You can't just get rid of all your leaders at once. Um, tell the Conservatives, they could fuck off and no one would care. Um, <laughs> but, um, yeah, keep, 100% keep. Okay. Right, and quickly, um, out of 10 for the season. Taking... Yeah, I was going yeah. to say seven as well. Taking the leadership into account as well as his performances, all being told, it's a solid seven. 
Yeah, I'm happy with that. I'm going to play this because we've got... So I feel like I'm going to want to play that if I don't hear it often enough. So next up, hopefully a bit briefer, Son, who I genuinely didn't think for a second he played more than 10 games this season, uh, is Johnny. And I mean, 13 games and two, um, uh, you know, a couple of goals after being out for basically two years. Brilliant. What, what more? What more can you say from him? Yeah, right. it's, it's it, he came back like he hadn't been away on the wrong side as well. Yeah. He's amazed me. He's amazed me. I thought he might have been done. I think you might mention it before as well, Stu. I mean, it, yeah. it, we, could, we couldn't guarantee that he was going to be anywhere near the player he was, and he was a bloody good player before he got injured. And he's yeah, it's like he's not been away. Brilliant. And if you put those, I mean, you put those stats up again, Rich. I mean, they look good. Bloody hell, they look really good, don't they? There's a lot know, of green it, on there. I was going to say, well, well, we'll have Samedo come up in a second, and his attacking stacks aren't as good as Johnny's, which surprised me. Um, but that's because Samedo hasn't scored any goals. Um, but yeah, just it was like he's never been away, and I think it's going to ask some. I think. Having three wing backs next, senior wing backs in eight Nori, Johnny, and Samedo next year, all being well, I think gives us a really good option um, because you know Johnny can compete obviously for either of those positions, and uh, there, there is no drop in quality from those three players, in my opinion. It's our strongest position. It's our strongest area of our team, apart from goalkeeper, probably. But um, yeah, brilliant. And I think he'd work in a four as well. He's he's good enough defensively. Okay, he hasn't quite got the height, maybe, but I think um, he'd be fine in a four as well because he's got all the attributes. Yeah, I think that weird that weird system that we played where he was effectively a right back anyway with Chiquinho as that kind of hybrid role. That was that was like a it seemed like a trial version of a back four with with Johnny there, and he didn't let us down there. In so. hindsight, would you have done it against Man City though? Well. If you're going to do it against Man City, do it against Norwich. Yeah, do it against Man City and not Norwich. Yeah, what the hell is that about? Like, just if if you're going to play, because we know we're going to be a bit more on the front foot. If you're going to play Chiquinho and as a wing back, try it against someone who hasn't got like you know the best players. So I'm going to give him an eight. And the only reason I wouldn't give him higher is. just availability yeah yeah he <laughs> yeah. only played 13 games but you know in those 13 games i think apart from maybe the first two when he was coming back where he was below par after after that the, the wheels were in motion right so as mentioned the player he basically came in for was nelson smado now in my opinion he was an up until his injury probably a front runner for one player for player of the season he probably wouldn't have got it behind sar but Again, I think for those 25 appearances that he made, I, I, I thought he's come on leaps and bounds and continued to from you know the first six months of his Wolves career where it was a bit rocky. Stu, you've always been a um, Smado fan, haven't you? Yeah, yeah I, I, I didn't understand what all the fuss was about in the lockdown year where people were slating him. Just it's not, Again, like Fabio, it's not his fault he costs so much money. And he comes in and it, it, shock horror, it takes someone a bit of time to adapt to this league when they've played in, a, in La Liga the vast majority of their life. 
it, these things happen, and it was he was always going to get better the more he played, which is what happened towards the end of last season after Christmas. He was great, and then this this season he's pushed on. I don't think he was the goals thing is always an issue. I know Gully tweeted about this earlier on today or yesterday that the fact that Johnny's our highest goal scoring wing back and he's played 13 games is a bit shocking. Um, so I think that's all that's missing from him though. He doesn't. He, he doesn't play. He doesn't play inside, does he? he plays outside. No. Johnny plays he's inside. Got, he plays inverted. That's the problem. What problem, if you want to call it that? He's got a decent cross on him when he wants to. Um, mm. It was almost like it was beaten out of him by Captain Ambrake last year. Like he, he he couldn't go over the halfway line. He was he wasn't allowed. And you can see it this year where he's kind of pushed on and pushed on. And he was he was overlapping and getting decent crossing in the box. Obviously, it was not on there, um, but that's not the point. I thought, yeah, I thought you, you, you're talking about 7.5, I think, because of just his lack of goals. Yeah, well, I was going to say that, that this is the first one before I've been able to really kind of compare contrast. So you've said 7.5. So do you think he had a, a not as good a season or biggest impact as Johnny then? I'd, I'd, I'd have given him an eight, to be honest. Yeah. I, I was I was, I was, was more than content with him, to be fair. I'm, I'm going to give Bruno a bit of props for this one, I think, because I think he sat him down and had a bit of a conversation with him. And he has, he has one of those, he's one of those players who has played a lot better, you know, under Bruno than, than Nuno. And maybe that's a little bit of settling down, you know, but I think sometimes you've got to, you've got to give some, some props to the manager occasionally. And, and I think this is one of those times. Yeah, I think that the tactical tweaks, <laughs> tweaks help Samedo a lot. Um, and also home Kilman next to him as well, I think mm. helped him on on that defensive side as well, which he wasn't actually that poor with last season. He just had a couple of lapses in concentration personally. Um, I'm going to give him an eight as well, just because I, I think it was fantastic. First, first portion of the season, a really steady player. Shall we cap off our wing backs and go to eight Nori, who I think, again, weirdly like Marcel was a bit of a steady Eddie. And clearly got quality guys, but didn't have as many of those star moments as I kind of thought he might do. No, he's not. He's not really kind of. You look at his debut against Palace last year, and he was absolutely incredible. And you think, well, we've got something here. And he's never kind of got to them heights again. Strangely, I don't really know why. Because he's got, like you said, he's, he's got everything about him to do that. Yeah, he, he carries the ball very well. Probably out of the three of them, he, he carries it the best out of them. I think his output again could could be better. Um, defensively, he's massively, massively improved. I'd real I when you know Bruno came in, there's talk of four at the back. I was concerned to be honest because there was a lot. If you look at last season, there was a lot of back post goals that I think he didn't yeah. follow his man and track his man, or he didn't block the cross for the other side. Um, and it was a big fear of mine. I mean, obviously, the four at the back never materialized, but I think now I'd feel a lot more confident playing him as a as a left back rather than left wing back. I dig it out, but I did find like you compare his stats from like last season to this season defensively. And it's, it's like there's two different players mm. and yeah. arguably that, that might mean he sacrificed a little bit of that in tacking enthusiasm, but he's clearly still got it there. And for one reason or another, I think the only, I think worry I have with him is that fitness level because for, you know, for him to only play 23 games this season is a worry for me. And I know Marcel is, you know, a, a senior pro and can play, but some of those have been through niggly injuries or he's not played because he's played midweek and stuff like that. 
Um, that might come with time, but, yeah, but it, it, it's a mark against my book. We have seen this kind of the opposite, though. Like players like Michael Owen and Rooney, who were th- absolutely thrashed to death at a young yeah. age, um, and he has got that kind of explosive turn of pace about him when he wants. So maybe it's just a case of just managing him, and because his body's still, he's still growing. <laughs> Um, yeah. Maybe it, it is something to do with that, and when you, and you covers, have to covers a lot of ground, he covers yeah. a lot of ground. It, it catches you at a certain point. Covering the, the, a lot of ground, I mean, you, you only have to look at Liverpool at home. It was superb. He was in that game. Mm. I mean, Saturday of a sniff until that that waste of space came on because he got injured. So you, I was going to say, would you describe him, Stuart? It's like you know how in American football we have like they call them shut down or lockdown cornerbacks. Mm. It, Eight noise like that when he has to play against like a really high quality winger, or whatever you call it, he just shut them down really impressively, and they don't get a lot from it. Um, what are we giving him for the season though? Because I feel harsh, but I'm going to go seven because I don't yeah. think he's had a good season. As I don't think he necessarily had a biggest impact with Tomato and Johnny personally. Yeah, I agree. I agree. I think yeah, he's marked down for. I think fitness is one of those things. In in, in effect, he actually he's his fitness has cost us three points and he hasn't been on the pitch. So, you know, he cost us a point against Liverpool because Hoover had to come on. Yeah. Uh, and then, was it the game before, a few games before against Leeds, he went off and then Samado had to go to left back and then he gave away a penalty, I think, um, mm-hmm. you know, to do a reshuffle, which I hate when you're winning to do a reshuffle for the back line. It's, it's, it never ends well. So, yeah. I think that's a mark, a mark against him. So, yeah, I'll go with seven. Seven's across the board. Okay, so against someone whose season dropped off because of injury towards the end, which was really upsetting, is Max Kilman. Against someone who had the opportunity, was in in a position for a bit for end of season awards. And I've done something differently on this one. Uh, you'll see if you've watched on YouTube, guys. Is that I've added in more of his stats because I saw his ones, uh, the generic ones from FB Ref. I should probably give them a shout out, shouldn't I? Um, in terms of where I've just sort of massively stolen them but he didn't look very good and i can't you compare him his metrics to other center halves in the league and he he holds his own against any other english center half yeah and it was it was a shock of it he wasn't called up to those march internationals and then got injured he's got better stats than ben white defensively yeah Yeah, so. and it's just it's just really unfortunate the game Southgate watched him. He, he had his worst two. Was it Palace one? Yeah, um, I can't I can't remember the other one off the top of my head. Um, that Spurs game away was inc- he was unreal, and he carries the ball. The amount of times mm. he dribbles past people, and that's what you need. It, it, the way we play, because we you know so ineffective up front, you need to take players out of the game. And when he carries the ball forward, he does do that really really well. Um, so I think yeah, even there, look, you can see actually the prog- progressive carries on those stats there, dribbles completed. You know, for centre half, that's 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 good going. And again, solid as a rock at the back. Generally, wins a lot in the air, blocks, tackles. Um, so yeah, we've got to. You know, I can't believe how much he's come on. I mean, for you know, at the academy as such, um, they've done well there. I mean, if you were a true believer like um, me and Pricey were last year, and we we. We're ra- raving about him after his performance at Leeds last season as well, and you know, pe- you know people on here say, "Oh, well, it's it, look where he's come from. You can't. It's just a one-off and all this. We can't rely on him." Well, yeah, we can. And I, I think, funny enough, he's he dropped off when he was moved to the left-hand side. Yeah, he know ne- ne- his form mm. never seemed to recover to the kind of. It, it, I mean, he would have been ten out of ten if he'd started if he stayed at the level that he was. But that he started the season at, but then as soon as he was moved over to the left, 
and then he was moved back again. He never seemed to be the same player. And then obviously injuries and the Ukraine stuff caught up with him. So it, it, it's probably natural that he tailed off a bit. But just it's just a, very odd that he plays on the so-called wrong side of defence mm. when and he's superb at it. Yeah. It works Sammy for Bolle. him, doesn't it? Yeah, Sammy yeah. Bolly. Bolly always played better on the opposite side. He, he's, he's right-footed, but he was always best on the left and always has been. It's strange. It's just a Wolves thing, I think. Yeah. Mm. What are we going to give him out of 10, Ben? I'm still going to go eight because uh, yeah. he, he was so good at the start. Um, I mean, like I just said, he, he was he was challenging player of the season, start, I mean, the England stuff and everything. Just because he tailed off. Yeah, well, Stuart Jones in the comments there saying he always thought Kilman linked up well with Samedo, mm. like we mentioned earlier. They complemented each other um, really well. Yeah, it can't be like he can't get any less than an eight. Surely. No, I agree. Yeah, for me, it's between an eight and eight and a half. So yeah, I'm happy to go along with that. I was going to say I, I I went eight and a half because I yeah. I think that that first half of the season, the fact he's pushing for an England call up, and he, he's been let down by four games tops. And you know, I think that's yeah. So like you can't you can't almost ask for more from someone who was his first full season. For want of a better yeah. term, at this level, yeah. and I, th- um, I think it's, it's, it's the shifting that, that's cost that's cost. Yeah, it's probably form, probably. And I think defenders they crave consistency. I think it's so important to keep it across the board. You know, you have you know the horses for courses and just stick to it when they're playing well. Don't mess around with it because you're asking for trouble because it's all to do with organisation and position. Exactly, and that's what you know. When it codes and Kilman thrive on, isn't it? Um, right, so. I think this is the last defender, if I'm not mistaken, but it's from Roman Sace, who, again, stats-wise, it leads the way um, in terms of the amount of output, his progressive passing, you know, the fact he chips in with goals, but his blocks, his tackles, everything that he does, it's really high on paper. But at the same time, I think similar vibes to Marcel in those that, all right, he's... He has those moments where you go, I'm not, you know, can, can send jets down your spine if you're not careful as a Wolves fan. But then, then we... moments didn't come until after Christmas. Yeah. 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 Up, up until then, and he was playing his best f- football for us. He was yeah. in, he was amazing. After after AFCON, he's been like Eric Young levels for shit. I mean, we just he just has. I mean, why, who knows why? Um now, this is going to be a hard one to score. Because yeah, cause he, yeah. First off, he's a complete nine. Yeah, nine. And the second off, you're looking at about four. Because he's yeah. been dog shit recently. And is that because he knew he was leaving? I don't know. I hope to think, you know, I think it wasn't. But um, it, it, the penalties he's been given away. Like, oh, it, it, uh, he's always prone to these moments, but he didn't have any. So, you know, he didn't have any at the start of the season. I can't remember many mm. mistakes at the start of the season. He had like the lead, he fucked up the leads a couple of times, just ballooning the ball into the air. Um, the penalties, um, he got away with one at Chelsea as well, where he got tackled with by Werner and they scored. Um, and he needed to be taken out of the team. Um, it's a tough one, but he, he him and Denton are the absolute textbook definitions of squad players. They're not yeah. good enough, they're not good enough over 38 games. That's just fact, they're not going to be. They're going to throw in some stinkers, bring him in for 10 games a season. No problem, I've got no problem with either of them hanging around for that sort of time. But you can't rely on them for 38 games. They're a squad no, player, you know. The fact Fair that, players. yeah, don't you know, set safe 31 games. Then Donker, I think, had 30 appearances as well. And that they, they, they are, you say, like their definition of being like third slash fourth choice, and that you know. 
there's a role for that in a football club. And, you know, Gully says it about Dendonka. My, my, my thing's about Sace as well. It, it's similar that he ain't going to be the guy to necessarily carry for. He has great leadership and, you know, you see he's got the character. He's obviously, you know, captain of his national team as well. And that'll be a miss if and when he goes. Um, would either of you two give him a new contract or do you think bite the bullet and invest in someone slightly younger with a bit more uh, of a higher ceiling? No, it's tough. I, 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 probably not, but you, as, as a squad player, fine, absolutely no problem. But then by keeping him, are you then almost taking the pressure off you getting a centre half? Um, but I think it, let's, his time's probably done. Like the, the, the team needs a refresh, and, and he might, he's got to be one of the ones that probably goes. Yeah, you can't perform like you did for what five months and expect a new deal after that. At his age, he's been here six years. <laughs> everyone, everyone just needs a fresh start. What an amazing guy he is, all that kind of stuff, whatever. But it was the same with George Ella Kobe. He was a great guy as well, but he had to leave. So we kind of, it was just the right time. Obviously, says he's a lot better, but it's one of them. You keep him around, you can then you stunt uh, Mosquera's chances and his growth and well, go, Tauti go, as well. Yeah. yeah. So, I mean, my, my sort of thinking is, you know, could you argue that, let's say, someone like Gomez has got a higher ceiling? Now, oh, I, I don't, and you go, well, yeah, he's arguably pushing at that level anyway. And there's obviously, you know, gaps that need filling um, in his development. But I, I'm optimistic he's someone we can replace. Whereas with certain other players who are potentially on the way out, I'd be more anxious about replacing them. Um, said really difficult to score him because we've given six and a half to Marseille, sevens to Cody. Do we put them on the line of Marcel or Cody? Because we can't go in between. What a, oh, it's a t- you, difficult you one. You've got to separate his first and second half of the seasons. Yeah. It, 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 it was like literally watching two completely different people. So it's really, really hard. He was Probably an eight. Yeah, first half was an eight. Second half was mm. a four. So mm. what did you Split do? It. Six. Six. Yeah. Yeah. six. Yeah, you know what? I'm, mm, I'm going to go 6.5. But I don't quite know why. I think because I think he's had about on par with maybe he's had on par with um, Marcel in terms of. He could, yeah, he can't, he can't score him less than Marcel. You can't score him less than Marcel. Yeah, that's oh, no, not fair. <laughs> so yeah, I'll go. I'll, yeah, it's hard to argue against. We'll go. Six, we'll go, si- we'll go six point five. But I don't think he's necessarily had a bigger <laughs> impact as Cody. Then I think that's that's fair. I reckon. Oh, yeah, it's good. You know, we're we're not going to go to more than half points, guys. Um, right, <laughs> let's move on to midfielders. Um, because again, there's a few interesting ones in here, I think. So first up I have is Daniel Podence. Now I'm, I love him. I love it when he plays for Wolves. And the thing that sort of stands out for me, uh, for those watching on YouTube will see it, but 26 appearances, 14 wins and nine, nine losses. Like mm. when he plays, we win. Now, when you compare it to like other players who've played a decent amount of games like uh, Samedo, it's really close about wins and losses. But when he plays, we create and we score and we win. But yeah, th- yeah, he yeah. He's only played twenty six games, and we need. You know, we talk about. You know, you talk talked about like 
Sace and Sace and Dundon could play too many games for us for the quality they are. He doesn't play enough for the quality he is. Yeah. What is that doing? You know, some of it is that injured line, I think. Um, that, yeah, I'm not, I'm not convinced by his mentality. I mean, I, 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 love, I love him when he plays. He's great. Gets you off your seat. He's got a trick in the back. He, he's someone who can, you know, can beat a man. He can, he can, um, you know, potentially create, you know, create something out of nothing. Um, he probably should be scoring more goals for the position he's in. I, th- I think, um, you know, maybe a little bit more output. Um, but it being my best eleven, if we could pick one now, it'd be it. it it'd start for me. Hmm. <laughs> That's a noise, Stu. I'm, I'm, no, I'm, Stu doesn't I'm, agree. I'm, I was going to say that's a, that's putting well, Huang ahead of him, Stu is. <laughs> I just don't. I just, he just pisses me off. He's, but it's just the the diving and the theatrics and all the yeah, the mentality. That, yeah, that yeah, goes yeah. with it, and there's no need for it because when he's on it, he's brilliant. There's no question about that. Um, but his output's not good enough. He doesn't do it enough, and no one can be actually air quotes injured all all that much and then you just come back and be fine again there's got there's something there and you can see him mouthing off on insta and all the different things that he does if if we had to sacrifice i know we're going to come on to him in any way but all the whole front line is just shit anyway but but then <laughs> it's really hard because like i said he's frustrates me more than anyone else because he has got it in him and we've seen it that he's got it in him, but he hasn't, he hasn't shown enough. And yet he pisses the opposition off. And that hence why we win so many games when he's there, because they target him and it leaves space for other people to mess up. Um, but I don't know how you score this because two, two goals and how many assists probably about, well, three's the, three's the highest with Chiquinho. So it's not going to be more than that. <sighs> he did have a very good expected assists. <laughs> <laughs> but no I, I i i completely get it because he, he's like that proper number 10 isn't he he's a he's a true playmaker when he's on his game yeah. but in cup, cup games when he was um mean against crap opposition yeah he, he, that's like, what i mean he, he's yeah. like the hook of his own player and when he even fabio had that kind of link up in, in them few games together and you think okay this this might be something to work on but i don't know uh, baffled. Yeah. Uh, the, the, the goals I, I, I always like point. Yeah. I always like technically gifted players and he's technically gifted, isn't it? Okay, that can be frustrating, but hmm. he's got he has got a lot about him. And I, 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 yeah, go on, sorry, mate. I, I was, no, was going to say, yeah, yeah. Go on. Go on. I, I will stop talking over each other. Otherwise, I'm whacking the goal music on. Yeah, we're going to go past our three minutes here. Um, um, we're on about five minutes to play at this point, I think. <laughs> okay, right. That lasted long. Um, I thought you completely forgot what I was going to say anyway, mate, to be honest. Um, but no, he, he does, he's, he's something that, you, you know, if you need a bit of a spark, he, mm. he, he could do it in a, in, a, in a bit of a drab game. You know, he could provide that little bit of mag- magic that, you know, that might look, unlock the door. And I think, you know, teams need players like that. Can you build a team around him? Probably not. But I still think it probably would be my best eleven. That we've currently got. Hopefully yeah. that'll change. But um, yeah, I think he would be. I mean, for me, like you're right. He, he's one of those players, which is why people fall in love with football. Mm. And and like you actually, you know, you'll have kids wanting to play like Daniel Podence and do the tricks and stuff like that. But he, he, he would you 
you know, if next season we go four two three one, which is what we all kind of hope and kind of assume or whatever, can can he play that number ten role? Can can he play thirty two game thirty thirty two games there? I don't think I don't think he can play in the middle anyway. I think this is the biggest myth ever that he can actually play in the middle. He starts out wide and he drifts inside. That's when he ends up in the middle. He doesn't start in the middle. And when he has but, started there, he hasn't been very good. I'll say, do so you, I'd but, put him on the left. Yeah. If we're going four, two, three, one, I'd play him on the left. Okay. It can be, yeah. If, if Bruno's bear, bear inverted, inverted wingers, I think he could, he, he's one. Yeah, because he play, he could play out wide, but play yeah. out, you know sort of on on the inside. So I think there might yeah there might be something in, in that. I think okay. and even I think at Olympiacos, he was one of their best players, and he played out wide for them. Mm. You know, if his best position was number ten, you play best player in the best position, don't you? So they yeah. played him out wide. So tricky part then is what we give him out of uh, out of ten. The lack of goals and assists is you can't give him. It's it's like everyone's going to be scoring the same as Marcel at this rate. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Six six and a half for me. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm thinking yeah. as well. I'm going to go for same because he he, he said that when he plays we score, so he's obviously doing something. But the kind of same as eight no, it's that lack of games, that true lack of end product. I feel like we're going to say end product a lot. Um, when we get past the next three players. So the next three we've got up are our three central midfielders because we made the baffling decision to only have three this season. Let's do Nevis first. I mean, should we just should we just put should we just put him down as a nine and yeah. change change on to the next one because you know we he's he's probably gonna go. It's gonna be devastating. He's been fantastic. If it weren't for the last six games or whatever it was, after you know he got injured, um, which hasn't helped, and he, he ain't been fit the last four games he's been back anyway, it, he'd be time with South player for a year, would you say? Yeah, yeah, I'd say so. Legend, icon, um, don't put his picture up again. It's making me sad. I know. <laughs> Just move on. Is that, is that <laughs> no, and, and again, it's that that's a solid as well. Um, let's yeah. say like. I'll put him down as a nine because I, I think I would have. I think I've actually voted for a player for the season to be honest. Because we we had, we had a stage on the podcast where we're like, "Oh, who's your manager match?" It's like maybe Neves. It's like every week for about three months. So next ones, um, I was going to say I can't really do it because you've seen it before. But for anyone watching on YouTube, we've got to compare and compare for our next two players of who we think perform better. And you know, one. You, you could argue, in terms of a lot of the metrics that you can measure a central midfielder on, one dominates more than the other. And surprisingly, player B in this is actually Dendonka, the one who's who has got um, some significantly higher stats than Jao Moutinho. But let's talk Jao first, um, and then Dendonka. Um, again, when he plays well, Wolves play well. And it is like watching, you know, the old maestro. But there are certain points where those old legs have like started to, you know, started to tire. Is that basically just because we have literally got three central midfielders? So, yeah, he, he shouldn't be playing as many games. I mean, put that up again. How many games does he play this season? Uh, thirty-five. Thirty-five and he, out of and thirty-eight games. games. Was it three games? And literally, those three games he was out injured because he was out for the Spurs game. Was it the Spurs game he was out for? Um, like he had a hamstring injury, didn't he? Like, 
he's, played, he's, played, he's played more games than Neves. You know, 30, yeah. is he 34? It's nearly 36 now, isn't it? Yeah. Close to 36-year-old should not be playing 35 games in a mid-table Premier League side. As much, he's a top man. Love him. Um, he, and, he's, and, he, and he's been fine. He's not our biggest problem. Nowhere near. But no. he can't play 35 games. I was going to say, he's probably had his, his best season for me. I thought he's been superb this season for... Mm. In in his four years here, I mean, he, he he was a breath of fresh air in the in our first year back, and you think, well, how is how is Jamatini over at Wolves? It just doesn't make any sense at all. Um, and once you got kind of over that, and his goals at Old Trafford, which is like his trademark now, um, I think he's probably played better this season than he did in the first season for us, personally. Mm. But again, he should have been him and Never should have been rotated if we had a any kind of common sense, which we obviously don't have anymore, um, they would have been used, he would have been used sparingly and rotated, so no one was completely knackered out. Yeah, and, and, and Stuart Jones says in the comments, um, he, he's still playing international football as well, so he's <laughs> first choice. Yeah. The, the, the fitness thing's a myth. He, he's he's the, one of the fittest players we've got. He, sprint, he sprints yeah. around like a madman for, for 90 minutes. It's more... The legs, in fact, that people get around him a lot easier now. He hasn't got that turn of pace and he can't, you know, people just dribble around him now, basically. Um, but his fitness thing is absolutely fine. His legs haven't got in that respect, not not at all. It's more just that explosive turns and, and, and you know, dribbles dribbles through. Although I think his dribbles weren't the worst, you know, stats aren't, aren't the worst. Um, but again, output for goals as a centre mid. You know, it's never been his, it's never been his forte, but and that and that's not a problem. But when you combine it with the fact that he's next to Donker half the time and his output for goals is, just, is is nothing as well, that's again where where the problem sort of lies. So, I, think, uh, I mean, in terms of so twofold, then. So, what would you give him? What would you guys give him out of ten? And also, would you give him a new contract? Because I think the sticking point at the moment, as far as I can tell, is. Wolves want to give him one year, and he wants two. What, what, what are you guys thoughts? So, on, on both of them, Stu, out of ten, and give him whatever he wants. Or, I mean, I, I'd give, I'd give him an eight. I thought he was brilliant this season. Yeah. Um, and I think if he wants two, I think <laughs> surely we could come to some kind of middle ground where it's a, uh, it's one year with a second option in our favour. So, or trigger by, trigger by the amount of games he plays. Yeah, yeah that's what I'd yeah, yeah. like. If he plays, if he plays more than thirty games, then he has to have the second year. I mean, that'd be, yeah, that'd yeah. be more than fair for me. Yeah, yeah. I'd agree. I, mean, I, think, it, I think, yeah, eight out of ten, and then and then I'd be reluctant to give him two years if he's going to be on close to hundred grand a week because if his legs actually do go in the first season, we're stumped. Yeah, because I mean, remember it, it happened to Denny Sirwin, did he? I mean, in the Premier, he was f- absolutely fine, and then about four months into the season, he just left. Mm. He just gone. Yeah, and you you can't anticipate that kind of thing happening. So no. I remember Gary Neville spoke about it. He said at the start of the season he felt fine, and then he had a couple of months where he just was like, "Shit, I'm I'm done." It can just mm. happen, you know. So it doesn't matter how fit you are. You have five times under undefeated. Yeah. Um... Out of ten, then are we going eight across the board? That seemed about fair. I think that's yeah. I think yeah, I, 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 I'm I'm happy with I'm happy with eight because I think again for large parts he has been fantastic for us. Right, next up, uh, a, a really tricky player to judge because again, like 
it, like someone like Sace and Marcel are on paper really solid, solid pros and are almost quite stereotypical mid-table Premier League players. But doesn't always have a great rep with fans. Dendonka, um, it's six out of five in it. Let's be honest, guys. He is the he is the quintessential six out of five in T. If you, the, it's still the problem, which is just, again is ridiculous at this point that in his fourth year he's still playing in stupid places. If you just leave him alone to the job mm. that he's good at, well, that he's competent at, as being a defensive midfielder, and that's it. Not being, not trying to turn him into Dave Edwards, not trying to turn him into Paul Scholes or any other kind of mad idea. Just leave him to do what he's best at. Look at that blocks, clearances, pressures. Just being a pest and get winning the ball back. And then literally pa- then doing like a, a little pass to somebody else, not moving it forwards. It's, yeah, it's all no you need. problem. No problem with that whatsoever. Yeah. Like Carl Henry did for years, not a problem. But it's he's been played out of position so many times that if he's played at position, you have to judge him on the performance that he's in in that position. And when it's not the, his natural one, he's shit at it. It's not his fault, but he just can't do anything else. Oh. A lot of the fans' frustrations of you know he misses so many good chances, and again he's not. He's yeah. you know I mean, it's good that he's in those chances, but I mean the, when the Chelsea one and then the Liverpool one, you know mm. that's two. That's that you know those those are really good sort of good chances. And how long it taken to get a goal this season? Um, but yeah, I completely agree. He's been you know he he's he's probably suffered the most through Foson's reluctance to strengthen in numbers because in the I can't remember which season it was. It wasn't last season, the season before. He was playing centre-half all the time because they didn't invest in any centre-backs. And then this yeah. season, he's had to play an attacking midfielder because we haven't got one. You know, <laughs> he's playing in this stupid right-sided attacking midfield role <laughs> and he's not that player. It's not his fault, but you can't play You can't play Matinho there and Neves isn't that player either. So it's, what are you supposed to do? And it's not Bruno's fault. I'm not, I'm not digging Bruno out for it because he's got literally no one else to play there. It's, it's, it, this one's on Fosin for me. Yeah, and like he's... Fine, it like he is. He he'll be there. He won't massively let us down. It doesn't look horribly out of place. But you know what he is? He, he's he's the Belgian Neil Emblem. That's what he is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> we'll take that. I think you'll take that. So, what are you guys going to give him? Six. Uh, yeah. Yeah. So at the moment, the lowest we've given yeah. is a six point five. Oh, well, yeah. we know it's going to be lowest, so... Yeah, yeah, um, right, he's safe. Yeah, I, yeah. Think, I think six is probably fair enough. But again, I'm not... Yeah, it's not... Again, I feel bad because it's, it's, it's not his fault. It's not his fault. Yeah, it's yeah. a double... He's a number six. Judge... He's a number yeah. six playing, you know, yeah. playing in an eight role, and it's not It's not fair. We have to judge on what we've seen, not on what he is and what he's not, so... Yeah. I'll, 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 I'll go with... I'll, I'll go with six. It slot. I feel slightly bad for the six, but... If he'd have had a couple more goals, then I think we'd be, we'd, we'd be talking and that would kind of oversee a couple of the flaws. So, again, somebody like Johnny, who I didn't expect to have to put on this list, is Pedro Neto, with, again, similar amount of appearances to uh, Johnny. I think they both played 13. Um, one goal, he was on the... <laughs> he has the worst win-to-loss ratio of, um, of the games he's played, bless. But... For someone who I didn't think would have a an impact or barely even play this season, 
Like, you, you could see it was starting to come back to him those last couple of games, couldn't you? I don't think we should be doing this because he's he's been fit for what twenty minutes against Liverpool. He's yeah. he's worked his way up to match fitness in games because we've got no one else there. <laughs> he's not been he's not the same player, is he? I know we've just we're contradicting ourselves because we just say, well, we just judge Den Donker on what we've seen, but with with Neto, it's. <laughs> It seems a bit harsh doing it because he can't get really a high score, can he? Because he hasn't been very good. But again, he's been he, his knee was broken. So what do you expect? It's going to take time. And this is what makes Johnny's comeback so good as well because Johnny's yeah. just come back and he had he had a ropey forty minutes against Arsenal uh, away. I think it was his first yeah, game back, like, and that and that is literally it. And then it was old Johnny. Yeah, um, yeah Neto's different. The good thing I would say the good thing about Neto is he's been getting gradually better. Uh, for sure, I think Chelsea was very good as well. Actually, um, yeah, you know, whereas you, you could tell he just clearly, clearly wasn't wasn't fit. I mean, he was blown out his ass when he came on for Leicester, and that was about ten minutes, fifteen minutes. Um, but yeah, he's been getting gradually better, so that makes me feel really good about next season. I'm I'm, I'm feeling good about Neto next year. Yeah, I, I I agree. It does feel harsh to judge him, but we're going to anyway, guys, because I'm horrible. Um, six, and also six like, uh, six with an asterisk. I'm gonna put. I was gonna put him down for. Yeah, yeah. I think six is fair. Six. Um, for last reasons. Season. Yeah, it's like for for the fact that like you know they they were mainly subs appearances as well in parts, but yeah, six or six point five. No, he can't be six point five. Yeah, no, that yeah, puts one left in space, doesn't it? That that means he's playing. You know, we rank him on high opponents, so we'll go six. But I'll put a I'll put a sad face next to it or something. Um, right, next one, bit of a sad face as well is Jimenez, um, because yeah, four, fun- just four. He's probably had four good games all season long, really, and he's at is it at the level that he we know he can attain. He's he's not been the same player as he. Does he deserve I mean, an asterisk next to his name? Well, we he's got half a head, so we know the reason why. I mean, he, the, ever since, he, to be fair, ever since he had that thong with an eye patch on, on the side of his head, he's been much better. <laughs> and against, like Neto at Liverpool, he was great. I thought he was really, I thought he was really good. Um, but there's been so few games where he's actually done anything at all, um, despite being a. Uh, Top goal scorer and probably our highest assist maker as well. Um, we slight an input. He's just been really bad. He's just been really bad. People are saying that he hasn't had the chances. I can think of six, seven chances throughout the season that old school Jimenez would have scored no danger. Yes, you know that he's missed. So yes, he's in a team that isn't creating a great amount. However. That he has had enough chances to better that goal tally for me, and, and if I don't know if you can put the graphic up again, uh, Rich, but though, if you look at the, the top of the graphic, is poor reading. You know, non-penalty goals. Oh yeah, Christ! One of the goals he scored six goals this season. One of those was a penalty. Um, you know, shots total. You know, it's not good reading those those stats. I think I think generally, it's like the, the further he is away from the goal. The, yeah, the op- the opposition goal, the better he is. I actually think his hold up plays all right. He defends really well front post. Um, his link up plays pretty good. 
but he's lost something in the box, unfortunately. He's, he's lost that pred- uh, that predatory instinct that you know was the difference between us being mid table and being seventh. And like it showed last season, and it's kind of showed this year. Um, you're sticking with your force, Stu. No, I'm being a bit silly there. I think I think I think five's probably fair. I don't think you can go any higher than that. But just because he's been so awful, and again, because he's kind of suffered, like Kane did at the start of the season as well, playing so deep. But I don't know why we never exploited that. Like, why didn't he play with Fabio up front with him mm. as in a kind of second striker role while he was getting back to normal why didn't we that why was that not tried and that's on Bruno as well but for his, one of his best games yeah you're absolutely right because one of his best games I remember was Newcastle at home when he was playing mm. the, the, the all the good stuff he did was like about the halfway line he fed Wang those two those two balls I think they, you're that's absolutely been, right I think there's something in that yeah I mean that 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 seemed to work well against Liverpool as well in terms of having you know he was that Tar- not target man, but that link point for the attack for him to, you know, take it on half turn and feed it forward, which was something we lacked from someone who'd be able to, you know, pass it forwards. Um, maybe that's what we need, like some kind of like Joel Linton style reinvention next season. Maybe play him in the number ten. Oh yeah, I say keep keep have it as a four four two and have him drop slightly deeper for whoever yeah. to bounce onto. Tom, what are you thinking out of? 10 because I'm, I'm struggling because five feels harsh but at the same time he's on number nine and he's not delivered yeah i don't i don't think you can go above a five can you i don't know no, I feel, five and a half like... may, maybe um yeah but I yeah i want to put it out i love i love him and us i love the bloke and and, and we know that we know why he's bad but uh, it can't carry on and there's a real problem there's a real problem this summer for me because you can't, for me, you can't go into next season and gamble on Jimenez being your main striker. Yeah. Same, same with Fabio. So then do you get a third striker in and then, you know, they might be both vying for one, all three vying for one position, stunt Fabio's growth, Jimenez is unhappy. Do you get rid of one or both? You're not going to get rid of Fabio, so do you get rid of Raul? But it's a real conundrum that is for the summer for me. Yeah, I think it's. I think time's going to tell on that one. I wouldn't be awfully surprised if something happened. But next up, we have um, Fabio Silva. Again, it depends on what you look at. Um, no goals, but we know how many of his appearances were, you know, off the bench or called upon last minute. It felt like, and but when he played and when he started, he improved and similar to Neto in a way, like. Every game he plays, he seems to be a bit better. Mm. He's, he's considerably better than last season. And I think as an 18-year-old, 19-year-old kid, you know, that's almost what you've got to do. He's not at the levels maybe we were hoping for and what his transfer fee suggested. Um, and he had more goals last year. But I'd, I'd say he's a much, much better player this year than he was last season. Mm. Um, and he deserves more starts than he got, particularly near the end of the season. So- you know, when, when we had in theory, nothing to play for and Raul wasn't on form. I don't get why he wasn't playing. So what um, were we giving him out of 10? I, th- mm. I think that the nice thing for me before we do that, the fact that he got player of the month. Yeah. And yeah. Knowing, knowing how stupid and thick our fans are sometimes that, and they don't appreciate things that are not blatantly obvious in front of their eyes, like goals or, and like wonder strikes and whatever. 
so just appreciate the effort and the actual growth um, in Fabio Silva. Fair play. Well done at last. We've got a bit of, a, bit of achievement for us. Um, but you can't. Again, he's a striker with no goals. Um, and yet he hasn't had the chances. But he's better. So I'm, I'm, I'm tempted to go the Marcel 6-5 again. Maybe that's a bit high. I don't know. But yeah, I just think he's been kind of he's been badly treated as well. Like Tom said, he should have had more chances. Yeah, I'd Jared, probably say I'd probably go six again. I think I, it's I'd, you could criticise an eight point on some players. Yeah, I, I, I'd put, I'd put him down as a six just because he hasn't scored enough goals, but which he hasn't scored any. And there were a couple of cup games where it's like it was great in that game against Sheffield United, um, like Podence. But if you you know that was your chance to fill your boots, and unfortunately, it doesn't matter what metrics we put up, that is what a striker is going to be judged on, especially in our team, where that's where the goals should be kind of going. So I'll put Stu down for a six point five and us down for sixes. So we've got three more players to go. We have not kept to a time limit, um, but we all knew that was going to happen anyway. Um, so first up. Um, so I think the ne- all, all yeah, of the Stu's next boy. is yeah <laughs> the Trinkau train. So the next few are all going to be I was going to say debatable slash well low. Um, so yeah, we'll, we'll start with Trinkau. I mean, I think he was someone who improved throughout the season, and I could see what he offered a team, uh, but still massive flaws in his game. But he did, he didn't look out of place even compared to our underperforming. Attackers, yeah, yeah. I'd, I'd, yeah. There's clearly, clearly a player in there for sure. Um, I mean, he's he's piss weak, which annoys me. Um, yeah, and he pulls out of a few tackles, which I don't like. Um, which you, you can sometimes get from from people coming in abroad, and you know maybe we need to do a netto special and, and put a bit of timber on. Um, but. Uh, yeah, it's it, you wouldn't be spending for me. Stu might say different. I don't think you'd be spending twenty five million on him. I don't think if funds are tight. If you offered me an Adama swap, I probably would do it just purely based on the fact we're going to get nothing for Adama in the summer. Um, and Trinkau is probably m- worth more than what we'd get for Adama. If that makes sense, you know, say we're yeah. probably not going to get more than fifteen million for Adama. You know, he's probably Trinkau is probably worth a punt for. 15 mil because it will drop, I think, one day. But is he suited for the Premier League is maybe a bit of a question mark. Yeah. Um, I completely agree with that. I, I, I wouldn't spend 25 million on him in the circumstances anyway. Um, but it's like you said, he, he, he's pissed weak when, at times. I mean, there's times though when he's he's got... He's tackling is better than a lot of other players in that team. Um, when he's tracking back, as well, I mean, look at the tackles there: seventy-one yes, interceptions, yes. eighty-three pressures. When he, I mean, he won a couple of couple of balls back for, that led to goals. Yeah, just putting pressure on on players and one again. Everton was one of them, I think. Mm. Um, yeah, he's great. He, you can see, you can see, like Bruno tends to. Gully's really good on this, but he tends to pick Trinkau when we're trying to have a bit of a high press. Yeah. He is really good at that. Um, That's maybe why he hasn't played. Why he hasn't played the last few games? Yeah, because I'm impressing at all. Have we the last off. ten games? No. Yeah. No. But he's 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 one of them where I mean, and people do get 
because I, I mentioned there's there's a group of people at the back of the Steve Hall who absolutely detest him and hate him with a passion. And like he'd be tracking back and then someone else would come on in his well, we know who comes on in his place. Um he'd do nothing and get no abuse whatsoever. And you think, well, okay, well, you you've got your scapegoats. There's nothing's gonna change here with him. <laughs> They've already decided they're gonna hate they hate him anyway, regardless of what he does. Um but like we said, there's a player there and I mean we could do something like if the Adama swap was on, maybe loan him out then afterwards and then make a bit of money on him that way because it's we ain't going to get anything from Troy Tro- at all, are we? We all know this. It's it's just one of them things. Um, but with a pre-season, I'd, if you wanted to come back and try again with a pr- proper pre-season and the ball cup crew, maybe. Maybe he's a different player. Maybe in a, in a 4-2-3-1 he's better. Who knows? I think it genuinely he's got the potential to bring a lot to the table. As you both said, it depends on if he wants it like Neto did because Neto, those first few games, it, it did feel like you need, to, you need to get tougher and smarter. And like Neto massively benefited from lockdown, didn't he? Because I think he just hit the gym. Mm. Um, entering house sort of needs that. And it's, it's not like, you know, a little English, I think it's for, you will get pushed about and he seems to shy out of it. So again, it's a fitness thing. I get it, but you know, he goes off after like 55 minutes or someone really kind of, he goes into a company, doesn't quite win it. Um, I agree with you both as well. You know what? If the swap deals on for trail rate, I'd take it. Not necessarily because I think Trinkau's better than trail rate, but I think financially it makes a lot of sense for us to tie down a player for four years as opposed to a player who we might lose in 12 months and I think, you know, it, it makes sense. Whether actually all parties agree to that, I don't quite know. Um, but out of 10, now I can't quite decide whether he deserves a 6 or a 6.5. It's still go 7, surely, Rich. No, I mean, uh, he's, he's had about four outstanding games. And he's had some proper stinkers. You can't put him um, above a six. You cannot no, put him yeah. above a six. I was, I was thinking more like five and a half ish, to be honest. If it was me, but mm. yeah, and I don't, yeah. I don't mind. I'm, I'm not a Trincao hater. I just, I think he was. It took him a while to sort of show us what he had. Um, what did we, what did we give Pedence? We gave Pedence six point five, and we gave Raúl five point five. And I was going to say six. So- Trincao six seems fine. Okay. Yeah, I'm seems good. a bit fair. Yeah, I'm good with that. So next one, we've already mentioned him just a bit. So Dimitri Oray, obviously only played half a season for us. Um, you know, one goal. There's very little actually that need to be honest. We need to say about Troy because we all kind of we'll, we'll go around in circles in terms of. You know, he's frustrating, but he gets us up the pitch and X, Y, and Z. Um, do you think we suffered from him not being up, the, him not playing for second half of the season in terms of our form? Or was that more due to the fact that we're one player short from a senior point of view? Or do you think we missed Adama Traore himself? I, th- I think we, I think we missed. I know he's, he he wasn't pulling a penny tree, so let's not kid ourselves. But I think we we missed him. There's certain games, Newcastle away, the few a few that spring to mind where we were never going to score. How we were playing, we were just never going to score, mm-hmm. and we needed something a little bit different. Okay, Dharma's not the one in that. You know, he's, he's probably going to score you the goal, 
but again, he's someone who can, you know, take three players out of the game. Um, I mean, he's, he's, he's such a, he's a very, like, coin a Nuno phrase, he's so unique that you, it's so hard to, to judge him but yes we did miss him I, I've, I've got no doubt about that and he, he hit a bit of form before he left didn't he mm. um, sure. but yeah I don't know, exactly oh and if anyone wants to check out the uh, the goal he's responsible for at the weekend I'd recommend oh, it it's <laughs> pretty hilarious um, <laughs> I can't see I can't see Barca keep it even if we offered a swap or this that and the other I don't think they're going to want to keep him he's been he's not been good for them he started like House on fire, and then he was terrible, and he never plays. So they obviously don't rate him. And it's amazing how many managers get to that stage with him. Yeah, Stu, I'm bored of him. Just talking yeah. about him anymore. It's he gets us. You can't just have a player because he gets us gets you up the pitch when he doesn't contribute anything else. And he's a bit. He's similar. You know what? He's a bit like Grealish has been this season for Man City. He does. He yeah. He's obviously good on the ball. He doesn't really do much. And he never has done much for us. Uh, you look at his stats for the whole time he's been here. He doesn't actually do anything other than beat five blokes and then there's no one there to capitalise on it. And I'm just sick of talking about him now. I just want him gone and just, just be got, done with it. Does he do what he got off up the pitch? Probably. But again, would the... <sighs> no one else would have been up next to him. No, and that, uh, that, that's, that's, that's a prevailing issue. And it's been if... the, it's been the case for four years, and it's not never changed. And I've just don't. I was like little Dan has said many times. Oh, he gets you out your seat. Well, he hasn't got me out my seat for eighteen months because it's the same bullshit all the time, and nothing ever changes with it. So, I think you got to put him on the same as role for me because he doesn't do he didn't do anything. But then, when the transfer window was open for the three games before the start and then mm, before yeah. January, he was amazing. So yeah, yeah, another mentality thing for him as well. I think you know, I don't yeah. think he he looks great on the on the pitch. And um, yeah, I I mean, think, they, you know, they talk about being a good pro and stuff. I'm not sure I buy that. And again, he didn't want to be here. So all the mm. hypotheticals of oh, we we missed him. It doesn't matter because we wouldn't have had him anyway. And the penny, the penny's, the penny's not going to drop with him. You know, he's always talking all the years. He goes, "Oh, well, what if we sell him?" And then he becomes a world beater. He's not going to be a world beater. People don't worry about it. So maybe it is. Yeah, cut a loss, cut, cut a lost time. To be honest. So do we rank him higher than Trinkau or same no, no. sort of level? So five. Yeah, well, I think it's, yeah, it's five point five or five. To be honest, isn't it? Five. Yeah, maybe I'd squeak a five point five out of it, I'm, but yeah, it can't be. I'm can't gonna be go five point five because actually, like, again, it's so, it's so bloody frustrating because I'm thinking back to those first few games of the season. It's like he was having all these chances, but he was also one who was missing all the chances. So I'll go five point five because um, I'm nice. Right, last player who's played more than ten games, it's Fang. Um, uh, look, hey, you got five goals for us. Admittedly, four of them were in a purple patch. Um, not going to lie, the, the, the stats and his percentiles don't make great reading, um, to be honest, it, <laughs> in terms of what he actually contributes. For me, he is a fox in a box. He is a poacher. Does he offer you a lot more than that? No. Is that a big issue playing in, you know... 2022 yeah you can't you can't have someone who's just a decent finisher 
from the end. You missed the big stat off the off your uh, off your stats thing. It's the the revenue stat. Oh but, yeah, you know, it's clearly the stat social, that matters when it comes to Huang. Social, social media, media presence. Yeah. Um, revenue. Oh god. I mean, it did start from the weekend. What was it? Thirty-six touches, and he gave the ball away twenty times. That yeah. is unbelievable. I can't get over that. It's ridiculous. I remember the one he literally just ran the ball straight out of play. Like it was like a FIFA thing. <laughs> he just literally just ran straight, didn't see the line or something. I don't know what I yeah. It's like someone's gone space jam on him. It's mad. It's, you know, he was he, he wasn't brilliant when he first started. He he was he was okay and his finishing was was good. But then I don't know what the hell's gone on. Yeah. And why does he no, keep playing? We we do cakes. Cakes and cookies, that's what he's keeping. Yeah, it's cookies and social media. Or, or, or he's sucking him off, and that's what he really hasn't said. Um, but, I mean, he's literally the worst player of the whole season, isn't he? There's a bit of out of the bush. He's shit. And he has been since his injury. Again, you can only judge what we see on the pitch, circumstances, whatever. But he's absolutely awful. He's, <laughs> I mean, the fact that we got our own players laughing at him when he did that nonsense of trying to keep the ball in. I don't even know why he tried to slide for it anyway. <laughs> At Liverpool, it was so it's not... badly timed. That that was it for me. Like I couldn't quite get my head around why he did it when he did it. Like it just didn't make sense, did it? But uh, yeah, I mean, for me, like, he's great at running in behind. Like his goal against Arsenal, like that's where you need him. And um, the goals against Newcastle as well. That that that's what he's designed for. But you say since his injury, apart from that Arsenal game, I can't remember many times that you know he's basically peeled off the last man, or we've created those opportunities, and that might be teams have cottoned on to us. But I don't think it is. I think it's a reflection on our team in general, but also him as well. And like the stats don't lie when you look at his career, do they? Um, what should we give him? I mean, Stu's going to turn to Craig Revel Horwood now, isn't he? I mean, I was going to say, I don't know who that is, but yeah, I do, sadly. Um, I know Gully's trying to pull me up on this and make me saying that I've got a bit of first touch with him. And we'll put this out on socials over the summer because we will do this over the park. And me as a 38-year-old fat man will prove this again in video form. <laughs> Who can you give him above a four? You just can't. He's the worst player we've had all season, Lung. by an absolute mile. Even worse than Hoover. And that's saying mm. something. Four. Yeah. Yeah. If being, he starts, and that's, and that's next being season. generous because of his goals. He's yeah. we've got him there now. He's going to stay, isn't he? I can't. We ain't going to get shot. Who's so, going to want him? Yeah, exactly. So. He's if he starts the first game of next season, I'm going to pump. <laughs> I'm going to get mad. Absolutely yeah. mad. I, I, I feel like I'd be being too positive in a way if I gave him 4.5. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll go. Yeah, the lowest me and you, Tom, I think we, we gave 5.5s out. And I, I think that you could argue, you know, who do we give 5.5s out? Troy or Ray and Raul. And I think both have arguably had bigger impacts this season, maybe. Um, yeah, I'll, I'm he, makes go Traore's, he makes Trey Ore's touch look look good. Yeah, like he can't. Li- his second touch is a header. It's unreal. Yeah, <laughs> it's, uh, it's, it's it's so mad. yeah. We'll go for. I was I was gonna say not a slight down note. So 
two last ones we're going to cover and then we're going to wrap up, guys. So there were a few players who didn't make more than 10 appearances. I thought 10 was a good number to kind of like, you know, 25% of the season. So we had Ruddy, Hoover, Kundal, um, Chiquinho and Gomez, um, who who appeared less than 10 times. Ruddy, we kind of know his situation, um, things like that, and what he brings to the table. Kundal only played, I think it was four games, two were off the bench off the top of my head. Um, so again, potentially one for the future. I'd be interested to see if he gets a loan next season. Uh, the, the three main ones are Hoover, Chiquinho and Gomez. Though. I mean, that, that literally it is almost like a keep loan um, and bin yeah. off. And you know, <laughs> yeah. I, I don't, I, I struggle to see a future for Hoover at Wolves, to be honest. Um, yeah, I feel like we, we we need to try and make a bit of money on on him at this point because we've got the strength in depth at left back and uh, left wing back and at right wing back now. So I don't see where he fits in because I don't think he's a centre half either, frankly. No, He'll be third choice um, right back, won't he? You know, so if you just got to get rid. If Bruno's there, you know, then then he's got he's got to go because he ain't going to play. You know, he could do with like a, a move to like I don't know, Ajax, PSV, somewhere you know, Dutch league. He probably do quite well. Um, but he needs to go. Yeah, um, Chiquinho. Uh, again, there's a lot in, in the media. I think Bruno was talking about whether he should go out on loan next season. What do you guys think, or do, is it going to be more dependent on who comes in rather than his his futures? I guess sort of tangentially linked to potential signings more than anything else, isn't it? I don't know, absolutely nailed on starter. Let, let him grow and let him grow and developing with us. Rather than anywhere else, yeah, he's raw and he's a bit crazy, but I'm so sick and bored of all this, <laughs> of just players like, like we've already mentioned, like Pedence and Huang and Traore, who just do fuck all. And apart from fleet, like flitting little bits and, and bobs here and there, Chiquinho doesn't care. He doesn't care. I mean, he, he runs and he crosses. Yeah, is a lot of them are not going to land. But at least he tries, and the fact that he he, he equaled that record assist with three in what seventy eight minutes over two games, being outrageous. And he did what it was. It came up in the comments there. I mean, he did more in these what three or four appearances this season, like time wise, than Traore did in half a season. He's just yeah. I it's don't, hard to argue I, against that. Yeah. I can't understand all this stuff today. But people say, oh, well, yeah, he's there. More assists in 68 minutes than Adama in two seasons. Absolute farce. And you can't, just because he gets you up the pitch and he beats foot. But Chiquinho beats people as well. And he takes people on. And he's already strung, which for a, a guy who's built like that, I didn't expect. Um, and he did it against it's Chelsea. Like it's, yeah, yeah. It's, it's not like he's a teenager as well, is it? He's actually yeah. he's early early twenty twenty two something like that twenty three yeah. maybe, yeah. so he's not even like he's you know some teenager that needs to learn his trades you know he, he's he, he's of age. Yeah. Um, he's twenty two, which I think we all yeah. kind of think he's younger than that, but he has got a bit of experience beyond his beyond his belt, and I think that might deceive some people that he say like yo always, but you know he's got he's got um, grown man strength for you know whatever, <laughs> but actually yes yeah, because he is. Compared to let's say um, Luke Kundal, I know they've got very different body types, but I, I, I get what you mean. Like he's physically imposing; he's not 
sort of shirked out of challenges or anything like that. All the notions, let's say, like we have against Trincao, he, he hasn't got that fear. He, he doesn't look like he's, you know, he doesn't like stepping off the accelerator or anything like, you know, it, it, I feel like if someone goes into, you know, chop him down a la Traore, um, Chiquinho just goes, oh, well, let's do keep doing that then. That's clearly working. I'm just going to keep bombing. Whereas, you know, Traore and Trincao get a bit upset with it and go into their shells, which is the exact opposite that you need. You need them to, to keep pushing it. So it's going to be interesting, I think, what happens with him next season. The other one is Gomez, who... Yeah, I, I, I'd be interested, and in, uh, do I think he should be first? You know, one of our first two slash three centre halves. No, would I have him fourth or fifth choice? Definitely. I, know, I think that's fair. Something's fair, isn't it? Again, I wouldn't. I'd, I'd put him straight in there. He's done. He, he's done enough for me. I mean, he, he was probably my, our best player against Liverpool the weekend. He was. Mm. He was excellent. Mm. And then look who he was up against as well. And he he put himself in a position where he, could, he should have got a penalty and all. And you think he again he's at his he's at his um, he's learned his stripes in it might not be a good European league, but it's still a European top flight league in Switzerland. He's still playing against professional teams. He ain't like playing like park players. So I don't. When other teams do this, when other clubs like blood players like like Elise played for Reading, went to Palace. Straight in the team. After played a cup game, stayed in the team. Oh, he's wonderful. When we do things like this, oh, he needs a loan. He needs to develop. Why? Why does? Why? Why do we have to persist with this it's, shit all the time and not give kids a chance? When the kids uh, have had a chance, like Kilman, look what's happened. Yeah, I, I my, my thing is, you just want them playing to develop. I don't. So I don't really mind where it is. The last thing I'd want for Gomez necessarily is for him to only play the cup games or whatever because he's done more than enough to prove he can play at this level it's just whether the rotations there and stuff like that for him to be able to do it because i know it, it's tricky and at the end of the day balls will want to make a profit on him he's got the attributes though he's, he's quick yeah. he's strong he looks decent on the ball there's a lot to there's a lot to like i think he you know he might have a little rook in him now and then but you're gonna when you're young um, was, but, I can't remember who described it as this, but uh, he gives off a bit of Ella Kobe vibes. Yeah, that was me. Uh, yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I was going to say, I can't remember who it was. He just doesn't like, you know, you see how he go, goes thundering into tackles. And if he plays, all right, let's say he plays 20 games, 25 games for us next season, he will be able to play more than that, but he'll have a suspension because there will be a red card in there, I'm telling you. I won't be like, you know, violent content. It would just be from flying into a tackle, <laughs> like the same like a Sace or whatever. But yeah, I'm, re- I'm interested to see his development. He reminds me a bit of how Bolly was in the Championship, where he, he mm-hmm. just was fearless and he just didn't care. He reminds me a bit like that. And I mean, Bolly. I mean, Bolly probably had three good games anyway. We, we even mentioned Bolly. Um, no, I think actually, I literally, I think I skipped Bolly. Um, that's bad, isn't it? Poor Bolly. I mean, he probably had three, yeah, three good games, and then the rest he was kind of he tailed off a bit. And two at the start, and then again against Liverpool, and he always seems to play well against Liverpool. Weirdly enough, um, but yeah, shock window. Wouldn't, wouldn't, I wouldn't be shocked or bothered if Bolly left 
um, while we're talking about him. But totally, I, I just, I don't know. I, there's just something about it. the whole club has gone stale. We all know that we're not going to spend money, regardless of people slagging me off. Oh, you don't know? Well, we'll see. How right I am again for the third year. That we'll spend twenty million net, unless someone unless we spend the Neves money. That won't be on a centre half because we haven't bought anyone since we bought Bolly for the first team. Say, so realizing that I've managed to not include my Willy Bolly graphic on Streamyard, and I can't be bothered to look awkwardly at the camera. What would you quickly give Bolly? Because he did make ten appearances. Would you give him a six or less? <sighs> I don't know. Five and a half. Five and a half. Yeah. Yeah, I think I'm. Um, he, he was another one like Johnny. He came back and it was like he's never been away. And then he was like that again the week after. And then after yeah. that, he just no. He said like he's had two good games. Like mm. that Norwich game was was painful, awful. He uh, was yeah, really. He was good bad. against Watford, worst team in the league. Well, one of. And he was good against Liverpool. So literally, curtain ended it. Um, last one we're going to review. He isn't a player, but it's probably the one we'd probably have to spend most time with, which is why we're leaving it um, an hour and twenty into into the show. Is Bruno? So. I don't mind how you break it down, but what are you giving him? Not the team, the, the manager himself. So let's talk tactics, how he's with the press, the players, whatever. How would you round that up into a lovely number? It's the size problem again, isn't it? You've got to split. Yeah. If you're judging the first half or first maybe even two thirds of the season, it's an eight or a nine. And then the last third has been like a bloody three you know some of the selections he's made have just uh, let's I'm bored of talking about Huang now um, but let's leave that to one side because you know he picks 10 men every game um, some of the bizarre things about playing Jimenez on the right or you know the, the change ups that, that he's done occasionally where he's just shook up the whole team for no reason um, you know playing Hoover you know out of nowhere, you know, just brings him in from the cold, plays him and then bollocks him, you know, as soon as he's, you know, he's, the, the game's finished. Um, it's really tough to judge for, for me. And again, I think a lot to be said that he's got it, he's played that the, the hand he was dealt and he was playing it bloody well before January. And then now, not not so much. And it, it was quite a good point that um, the other Tom made um, in the, after the Norwich game, I think, there's only so much you can start having a go at players. I mean, we all like an honest manager and sometimes when you're not putting the weight, it's great that they called upon it, but I don't think players react to that well if they do, if he's doing it consistently, especially, you know, that, you know, they're all mates. It does seem like a reasonable dressing room, or at least it did. And then if you've got your manager criticising you in, in, in the press relentlessly, I don't think players react to that very well at all. Yeah, I think it, it's, it's sometimes the case that, you know, if you're calling everyone else a dickhead, for chances are you're a dickhead. And, you, yes. you, you, you know, you can't... I, I, parts of his honesty I really enjoy. Um, there were other parts when, like, the Hoover thing, like, that there was, there was a little bit that didn't sit right with me because I thought that shouldn't, you know, it, 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 however much he deserved it, it sets a bit of a precedent and it might... You know, they say everything they say like it's a strong locker room in terms of what they want, but that tests it, and I think that is a bit of a catalyst. Um, I've put down six and a half 
because I literally went bang through, you know, well, either side. You give him an eight or nine for the first half of the season, and I'll give you probably a five, if that. Because um, there have been questionable things. How many of the questionable decisions do you put down to the issues that he noted in the first half of the season as well? Talking, you know, he wanted a bigger squad, and then we get injuries, and he's playing around with it, you know, say that, uh, you know, playing role on the wing, as, as um, Paul's saying in the comments. Um, you know, it's on Bruno, that decision, because, you know, we'd have had players like Trincao available, we'd have had whoever to come in, you know, even even play Chem Campbell there. Like, you know, play, play your, you know, your square pegs in square holes, but it's it's tricky. Um, do you I reckon mean, you can put a number to it, Stu? It's probably, and it wouldn't. I don't think it'll be what people think. I'd say. I mean, the, the problem is when, as soon as you start saying, "What would you have taken at the start? Would you taken this at the start of the season?" You kind of think, "Well, as soon as you put a caveat on it, then you know it's gone shit." So, um, yeah. you we have got to think as well that he's had eighteen months as a first team manager before he came here. That's like six months more than uh, Super Rob Edwards had before he's taken over at Watford. <laughs> and you think, uh, yeah, it was with Benfica, and yet he's been a coach a long time. His in-game management has been questionable at times. Um, his selection's been questionable at times. Um, some of the tactics have been weird and odd, but look how many players he's improved beyond what we thought they were capable of. Um, and he, ha- he has give certain ones like Kilman a chance. I mean, maybe because he had no choice. Um, and he has, he has, well, did for a certain period of time make Nuno's bunch of wasters from last year actually perform. But again, it comes down to the whole thing of if he is the way he is. I mean, he's funny with the press and he seems very Mourinho like in that kind of sense. And slagging players off in the press like Mourinho has done. It's it's one of the things where you can only do so much, like you said, Richie, you can only do so much for so much, so many times before it gets boring. And that seemed to be what happened after the Hoover incident, which, again, I backed him up because that was a pathetic performance, what mm-hmm. he did, and he needed bollocking in the press. Who really cares? Because we all saw it anyway. Um, but I think... Overall, if it's all kind of ifs and buts of next season, there because we we saw this at Benfica where he couldn't he couldn't turn around the slide, and he ended up losing his job from it. He hasn't turned the slide around here either, and during that Norwich performance, we all well, I saw coming. I'm still going to say it's seven because all things all things considered. He had the best keeper in the league, keeping us in the top half of the table. But with the squad that we've got, how bad it is. When you look at it, we actually look at it on not on paper because on paper that front we all talked about at the start of the season. There we are, our front our front line's frightening. We got to we got to batter everyone. Well, no, they're shit, all of them. Um, as the as the scores have said, I mean, you, you look at where the the numbers are high, and it's in defence. <laughs> it's no, no surprise there. So, with what he's had to work with, I think he, he did minor miracles, and he was obviously he was helped out with Jose Sarin goal as well. 
keeping the score down. We don't score goals. We haven't scored. We didn't really score goals in the championship. We won back. We were, how many got, games did we score over three? Maybe the four against four against Bolton, five against Bolton, and then the Le- Leeds game. Mm. I don't think we scored my, over three more than a team as dominant as that should have. So we've never been a team under Fosen who've had goal scorers as such and have been a free-scoring team, like Leeds or whatever. We've always we've been built like this to be solid. So to change that whole mentality to actually go and attack, it's never going to happen overnight, and especially just with one-and-a-half players in Trincao and Huang. So I want to give him a seven. It still doesn't mean if he was replaced, I'll really be bothered. But I think overall, I think a seven is probably okay. Yeah. I think, uh, I think you look at the season as a whole, it's hard to disagree with that. Yeah. I think I think that I think that's fair. Um you say like, you could argue, say, first half season's a nine, second half season's a five. Hmm? Met in the middle. Yeah. We've gone for a seven where I think I'd say almost an optimistic point to end it on because we will be doing hopefully another show um in a few days where we're talking about again the season as a whole and looking forward to what we think Wolves need to be doing in the summer as well and we'll talk about Bruno I guess with him back in further detail big thanks to everyone who's tuned in live and also listened and watched it back as well great to have people in the comments as well um really enjoying the interaction um on today's show as well really great to uh, see the engagement um thanks to our sponsors pixel yeti media and of course 90 min football network uh make sure you check us out on twitter facebook and instagram at wolves fancast and until next time it's goodbye from Stu. hello madrid it's goodbye from tom vile and it's goodbye from me see you next time Enjoy all your favorite sports like never before at BetMGM. Sign up using code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets if you don't win your first bet. When you register with BetMGM, you'll get instant access to a variety of parlay selection features, live betting options, and the best daily promotions in the business. And with BetMGM at your fingertips, every play and every game matters more than ever. Remember to use code CHAMPION and receive up to $1,500 back in bonus bets If you don't win your first bet, place your money line, prop, or parlay bets with the king of sportsbooks today. BetMGM and GameSense remind you to play responsibly. See BetMGM.com for terms. 21 plus only. Virginia only. New customer offer subject to eligibility requirements. Rewards are non-withdrawable bonus bets that expire in seven days. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Promotional offer not available in Washington, D.C.